Welcome back to another OSR October episode by Red Dice Diaries. I am your host, John, and in this episode, we're going to be looking at some of your voicemails. And our first voicemail is from longtime friend of the show, Jason of Nerds RPG Variety Cast. Take it away, Jason. Hey, John. Jason here. Good episode on having the players help the descriptions. I've had success with that. I've run games where I've had players do that, and they've enjoyed that. It's turned out well. But you, you definitely have to know your players, because I also know players that want to explore the world, and that's what they get the fun out of. And they feel if they're asked, or if they see the GM asking somebody, hey, what's the name of that tavern? They feel that means the world's not, you know, it's not a set world for them to explore. It's made up on the go, and it ruins the game for them, actually. So I, I think you just have to know your players and who they are. and But with some groups, 100% this works. And I've had it work in groups that I've run before. So great episode. Keep up the great work. Thanks very much, Jason. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. And you make a very important point there that there is no one set of advice or tips, whether it be for GMs or players, that is going to work for every group. And I think that's part of the reason, not the only reason, but I think it's part of the reason why we need GMs in the first place. Because the GM should be able to get a handle, as far as I'm concerned, on their group. You should get to know your group. And over time, work out what bits of advice, what tips and tricks work for you. So I know particularly that when it comes to like minor details and helping to find things like some random NPC they bumped into, like a villager or something like that, if I say to my group, oh, what's one particular physical quirk you notice about this villager? That I know that my group will be more than happy to weigh in on that and help contribute to that. I know they enjoy doing so. However, I have played with groups who would not enjoy that, and it's about achieving that balance and finding what works for your particular group. Next up, we've got some more from Jason. I don't know, was it you or maybe it was you. You've talked about this before, I think, or maybe it was somebody else, but I didn't I, like you. I never used to get my session or my yeah sessions and ventures titles, but I've started doing that ever since I heard one of you guys talking about it. And yeah, it does help. I think, you, you know, when we were looking for the, um, the, the tale of the black grimoire, when I was doing barbarians, Lone warrior tonight, I'm running, uh, it's an adventure somebody else wrote, but it's uh, a visitor. It's the pumpkin circus. It's Halloween adventure. Um, but I think having session titles really does help. So I think that's a great tip. It's evocative. And yeah, there's, there's really no downside to it. Yeah, I think you've hit the nail on the head there, Jason, and captured why I like doing this is that it's evocative. As I said uh, in the episode itself, the title of a session can be the first thing your group sees before you even sit down to play that session. And I, I like to think of it like a film, you know. I mean, obviously we see trailers and stuff like that. They're more available now than they've ever been. But if you see a film that has an intriguing title or it sounds like it's going to be interesting, you're more likely to go, oh, do you know what, that sounds all right. I'll, I'll have a look at some more of that, or I'll look into it in more detail. And it piques your interest and gets you sort of fired up for it before you even start looking at it. Or it sort of steers you towards being more invested in it. And that's what I would hope 
giving session titles and games titles does for RPGs. I would hope that the, the session title intrigues the players. It gets them looking forward to it so that when you roll up to a session, you're all in that headspace of we're all here to have a good time. Let's sit down. Let's do some adventuring and let's all enjoy ourselves. But tell me, Jason, what have you been thinking about the OSR October episodes that I've been putting up? Just listen to your second OSR October episode. And thanks for bringing Scorpel stuff into people's view. Great, great stuff. Uh, highly recommended all this stuff, actually, or all their stuff. Um, but yeah, just really neat stuff that encompasses what we're talking about at the OSR, that DIY, you know, giving you options to plug in your game. You don't have to use them all, but here it is if you want it, so keep up the great work thanks very much jason couldn't agree more i think a lot of the the enjoyment i get from osr games not the only enjoyment but a lot of the enjoyment i get is like you say a lot of these sort of plug and play supplements like a lot of the stuff at scopels and other creators within the osr sphere do and part of the enjoyment for me is looking at a number of different sort of elements from different books and thinking how can i combine these to make something interesting or a little bit different to games i've run before and obviously i've spoken previously about you know curating like your random tables and your sources and stuff like that because you can't possibly use everything in a single game but i think having as wide a sort of palette to pull on means that you can create some really interesting dynamic and i suppose fresh settings and games just by varying which books and which supplements you pull on to sort of put together this ensemble piece for your tabletop rpg and next up we have randy from one of my favorite podcasts biggest geekers take it away randy hey john this is randy for biggest geekers long time no no nothing <laughs> yeah i've got to admit i have been a bit slack with my podcast listening and particularly with leaving voicemails recently i've got to admit to the whole sort of anchor thing where it's become very difficult to leave messages and you have to do it through the website and the website's a bag of shite on mobile phones and it takes ages to load i sort of sapped my enthusiasm for leaving voicemails it basically means if i want to do one with any sort of reliability i've got to run upstairs switch my computer on load all of that up go into the website get my mic on leave a message and stuff like that whereas it used to be the case of i just go on my phone go into the anchor app beep leave a voicemail happy days whereas now i have to go a, a little bit more sort of through the ringer in order to do that and yeah to be honest it's not a great deal more difficult but it has sapped my enthusiasm a bit but that is on me and i am trying to get back to leaving some more voicemails and getting back into my podcast listening as and when my personal circumstances and work etc health problems and whatnot allow so i'm sure i'll be dropping you some voicemails in the future anyway let's go back to what randy's gonna say anyway just listen to your episode about giving your sessions a title i've never done that with the sessions but i've absolutely done it for each adventure actually you know when i think about it i ran a three-year-long campaign called the seven spheres it's pretty involved uh, i may have done session titles i think it's a cool idea i think for me as much as my players i don't always announce it to them i probably should uh it gives me a good feel as to what i'm trying to accomplish in the game so yeah in that particular session or the adventure so great idea man so uh we'll talk soon uh 
Joe and I need to have you on Biggest Geekus if you're able. I know we're on the different time zones, so we're still thinking of you, man. Take care. Keep up the good work. Thanks very much, Randy. Couldn't have said it better myself. And yeah, I do quite like the idea of just naming the adventures rather than the, the individual sessions. And particularly if I was doing a more sort of adventure or module-based game, I think that'd be great. I mean, after all, how many times do you hear people mention like the Tome of Horrors or other iconic adventures? And I think it'd be kind of nice to sort of have specific adventures with a title, even if they're sort of adventures that have occurred organically within your game. And it's something I'm thinking about doing for my future Swords and Sorcery game, because I want that to be a bit more episodic, you know, where you sort of you run through a particular adventure, then a period of time passes, and then we cut back in at the next adventure. So I definitely think giving the the individual sort of modules, want of a better term, a title would be a great idea. As for going on bigger skeekers, I would absolutely love to do that, mate. I'd love to chat with you guys. Like I say, it is a bit difficult, and as you say, because of the different time zones. But, you know, reach out to me, dude. Contact me on Discord or whatever. And if we can make it happen, we'll make it happen. I'd love to get on and actually chat with you guys in person. And our final voicemail for this episode is from Marcus, who dropped it on the old Anchor account. Take it away, Marcus. Hey, John. I listen to you every day on the way to work here in Texas. And uh, this is not me working. This is me off work. And I just want to say... um, I always wanted to say to somebody, get bent. Yeah, uh, it's not part of Texas culture, but it always just sounds so awesome to say it. Uh, yeah, get bent. Anyway, uh, I love your podcast. Uh, thanks, guys. Uh, we'll listen to the next one. Yeah, cheers. <laughs> thanks, Marcus. Yeah, get bent is one of the great and many colourful phrases that I thoroughly enjoy using. It's one of those phrases where, you know, it can be an insult or it can just be a bit of banter between friends, depending entirely on the tone and the situation. But I'm glad I was able to enable you to actually say that to somebody. And thank you very much for the kind words about the podcast. I'm glad you're enjoying it. And I hope you'll enjoy listening to the OSR October episodes that we're putting out this month. So there we are. That's it for this voicemail episode. If you'd like to leave us a voicemail, maybe get featured in a future episode yourself, you can do so via SpeakPipe or Anchor, if you prefer. There are links down in the description. Or if you want to send us an email, either just a text email, or you could attach an MP3 file to it, and we could put that into the episode, then you can do so by emailing us at rdd.rpgpodcast at gmail.com. And again, there'll be a link down in the description. So, hope you've enjoyed that episode. Take care, and whenever you're playing out there, have fun. (laughs) 